And you don't even get to look at my kids! Ever! I didn't think I had a choice. Bill me for it. First payment to do now. We're gonna run together! Corinne's working with the cops. I don't do death. Family meeting. All right, everybody, slowly file into Mackie's clubhouse and have a have a seat next to Ronnie and have yourself a good old cry in your hands as we talk about the very last episode of The Shield. It's finale day here on Mackie's clubhouse. I'm Kevin. I'm Larry. Here we are, Larry. We watched 87 episodes. Here we are at number 88, the final one of the show. Yeah. Yeah, it was sad, man. Like, uh, because when I watched this yesterday, I think, and uh, when we got to the end, I was kind of sad. And then I got real sad whenever they had, like, the montage. Mm hmm. Yeah, they're "Ah." really just rubbing it in with that one. Remember when Lem was there? (laughs) Remember? I remember. Yeah, remember it was just, you know, Aceveda versus Vic and the strike team all the time. and Yeah, they're just out on the streets mucking it up and doing come, crazy things. Come, Tom. <laughs> yeah. the good old days, you know. <laughs> but, yeah, here we are, Jank. I don't think they put now. the come, Tom in the, uh, in the fond farewell uh, montage. <laughs> it's in my fond farewell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this is the uh, the last adventure of the uh, the old barn that we'll ever get to see, probably. Yeah, I, unlikely. I mean, I, I know they were saying something about maybe it'll come back, but I mean, what are you going to do with it at this point? Yeah, I would like to see it for sure, even if it was in a different format. Like, it seems like that's something that they do a lot in comics nowadays, where it's like, oh, this idea, you know, never made it, but let's do it as a comic book. So I, I'd like to watch like a S.H.I.E.L.D. comic book or something if they came out with that i'd read it and that way you could disavow it if it sucks if it's just like oh this is a terrible follow-up to the shield they could be like well that didn't count michael yeah. chickles wasn't really in it so it doesn't really count <laughs> just or like book. i'm not opposed to going back to like uh let's just get those four guys back together again and let's run let's run it differently this time and see what happens oh i like it <laughs> yeah. yeah like else world story yeah, 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 whatever, yeah, I know, yeah, whatever you call that. Multi- what multiverse. Yeah. This time it has a happy ending. They're all yeah, just sitting on a beach somewhere drinking Mai Tais. Like, what if they were, like, the four badassest cops in the entire fucking land, you know what I mean? Like, that might be fun. Maybe I mean, they still they have an for a while. Yeah. <laughs> but Vic was up to shit since episode one, and he paid for it in episode 88, you say? There's 88 episodes? Uh, 88. He okay. sure did. There was Everybody was paying in this one. How many episodes of this did we do then? Um, I think this will be number 76 or 77, oh, yeah. uh, because we did a couple. Obviously, the first, I think, season and a half were all double episodes. Yeah, sorry about that, everybody. <laughs> yeah. It was trial and error back then. 
Yeah, we didn't. We still don't know what we're doing, but we really didn't know what was going on at the beginning. Yeah, we've worked out some of the kinks. There's still a lot of kinks. Mm -hmm. But anyways, uh, so yeah, the the name of this episode, Family Meeting. Yeah. Original air date was 11-25-2008. I'm guessing right around Thanksgiving. Yeah. Interesting timing. This was on Tuesdays, right? Yep. Tuesday nights at 9, my time at least. Probably 8 your time. Uh, no, I thought it was on a 10 my time. Oh, yeah, yeah. What am I doing? I can't do math. Yeah, 10 my time. Um, director Clark Johnson, we've heard of him before. He did seven episodes in total, including the pilot episode, and now Mm -hmm. he's here to finish it out. Yeah, I like that they went back to that. They even, uh, Sean Ryan wrote this one himself, just like he did with the pilot. Um, I guess one big difference was, though... Apparently, like, Sean Ryan was there for the table read and then had to peace out because this is when the writer strike happened. <laughs> so he wasn't able to be on set for the filming of this episode, unfortunately. Ew, brother. <laughs> Speaking of strike, Jank, you said you went to McDonald's earlier. They're on strike, apparently. You crossed Are the they? line, you scab. <laughs> so, hey, I gotta eat. Yeah. Just McDonald's well, or, like, all fast food in general or something? According to Twitter, it's just McDonald's. Oh, like yeah, that's fifteen how they cities up. or something. Yeah, yeah, because you ordered uh, chicken nuggets, but you got you got strawberry pie instead. You said. Yeah, fries and pies. Mm. <laughs> fries and pies. <laughs> huh. So, anyways, uh, yeah, they went back to Clark Johnson on this one, and uh, just like the pilot episode, this one's another. This episode is just amazing. It really is. And Clark Johnson, uh, he snuck himself into this episode, too. I don't know if you noticed that, but I you probably don't know what Clark Johnson looks like. So, I yeah. do not. Who, who was it? <laughs> uh, he plays the agent who is showing Corinne and the kids their new home later on. Oh, that's him? Yep. In Rockford, Illinois? Yeah. Yeah. Hometown of Sean Ryan. Oh, that's why he okay. put it in there. <laughs> yeah. Is that near where you live? Uh, I want to say it's probably 40, 50 minutes away. No, that ain't too bad. Yeah, it's probably within driving distance. You ever go up there and sit outside Sean Ryan's childhood home and masturbate? (laughs) No, no. Sadly, I've never done that. Not yet. (laughs) There's always time. Yeah, there's always time. (laughs) So that'll be good. Yeah. Yeah, that's something. Maybe put that on Twitter or something. Or put it in the Facebook group. Sean Ryan, where did you live? Asking for a friend. Goo-goo! <laughs> All right, so Sean Ryan wrote this episode. Yep. Um, sure this this episode's longer. It was like an hour and 15 minutes. Yeah, apparently there – I read something about this. I didn't really go into it because it sounds terrible. But it sounds like there are versions of this where they split it into two episodes – yeah. And, like, they moved, you know, certain storylines to only be in one episode and stuff like that. So I was like, ugh, that sounds awful. Yeah. Like, uh, so I'm glad we watched it the way it was intended and the way it originally aired as one episode. <laughs> okay, so we open up with Vic and Ronnie here. And yeah. Vic's, telling, Vic's still stringing Ronnie along, telling him there's a deal going down. Well, it starts out with the song uh, Los Angeles by X. I don't, yeah, I don't know this song. 
Oh, this song is. I feel like this is must be easy to get the rights to because this has been in a lot of video games. It was in at least one of the Tony Hawk games. It was in Grand Theft Auto Five. Uh, seems like if you need a song, like this is your go-to. So I liked it. You know, you know how you know you're old is when I had GTA Five. I listened to the talk radio station um, <laughs> on that on that game, and then I just said. I'm not listening to anything, and I just like to listen to my car hum as I drive down the road. <laughs> do you listen to the music when you play? Sure do. Really? Yeah, I love it. I mean, at this point, I've played it so much that it's like, all right, I'm kind of getting sick of it, but I, I, I'm still in. Who am I really? kidding? If, if Rhythm of the Night is on, I'm definitely going to turn that shit up. <laughs> it's the Rhythm of the Night. That song? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, really? Hell yeah. Holy shit, that's that a weird thing to say. I've never heard somebody say that before. <laughs> All right. Who sings that? Uh, Corona. See, that's yeah, what I mean. Like, you shouldn't Corona. have known that. You don't, you're not <laughs> supposed to know that. I had a real soft spot for that kind of, you know, early 90s Italian dance pop or whatever the fuck it was. Party Yeah. Love. Like, the, uh, the Night of the Roxbury soundtrack is a fucking amazing feat of work right there. So oh, many good songs. We're learning so much on the final episode here. <laughs> I guess technically this isn't our final episode, though. That's true. It's the first time we have new content to talk about, S.H.I.E.L.D.-related. But we'll be talking more S.H.I.E.L.D. next week. Yeah. We're going <laughs> to be wrapping it up. All right. Um. So... Vic and Ronnie tell Beltron that the uh, the Blacks want to meet face-to-face at noon tomorrow. And, oh, it'll be cool because the president is in town. Finally, Jim. We are <laughs> getting a long-awaited presidential motorcade. We've heard about the president coming to town for about five, six episodes now. So here we go. <laughs> I don't think he ever comes to town, does he? Uh, I guess he does, but it, it really ends up impacting the story. Not at all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I took a lot of notes for this. I don't know how you want to. We should probably blow through them faster or more. Yeah, succinct. I mean, this is the last episode. We can do what we want. <laughs> Fuck it. Dutch tells Corinne that Vic cut a deal. She's pissed off, but Dutch has an idea, he says. Yeah, she's like, I got to get out of here. Like, he's got his whole life to figure out that I turned on him. So you got to yeah. get me somewhere safe. He's like, oh, we got a plan. They're going to Rockford, Illinois. <laughs> uh, we see Shane. He takes his family back to their old apartment or whatever. Yep. And then it's him and Mara just discussing their future. They know it's they know they're at the end. Yeah. They're having like this conversation about like the baby that they're going to have and all, all these. They're planning for the future, but they know there is no future. <laughs> Francis Abigail. Yeah. <laughs> and when she's bad, we'll call her. Franny Abbey. Oh, we'll hear about that again later on in the Dumpy Award. <laughs> oh, okay. You brought that up. <laughs> yeah. All right. This cool. is, uh, so they're, you know, every, I think they're kind of crying. Everybody's crying. They know. Yeah, but they, they kind of realize the jig is up. But kids are going to be put in foster care and all that kind of shit. Yeah. See, I think this is where Shane's mind starts, you know, coming up with his plan where he's just like, yeah. I don't want her to go to prison and, you know, get the baby taken away from her. Yeah. So you see the wheels start to churn here a little bit. 
I, I didn't see this coming at all, Jake. I'm going to be honest with you. Really? <laughs> Even after you've already seen it before. <laughs> I saw it so long ago. <laughs> so what, if you had, if, I, if we cornered you before watching this, what did you think happened to Shane? I don't know. I couldn't <laughs> remember what the fuck happened to Shane. I thought, well, maybe he he should have got away is what should have happened. But oh, that's not what happened. That is before. exactly the opposite of what happened. Uh, we get our theme song here at 8 minutes 37 seconds. Ba-ba-ba, another day. <laughs> All right. Uh, so Dutch and uh, Claudette have a thing. She comes to work, and he's all, you should be at home, and blah, blah, blah. She's like, I got these sweet new meds. Don't worry about it. Yeah. And Olivia comes in, and she's like, well, what the fuck? And uh, Claudette's like, uh, Corinne wants witness protection and all this shit. And she's like, why is that my problem? And she's like, you know, you fucking started all this shit with Vic and your deals and shit, so you take care of this, too. Yeah. She's like, well, you want to? I'm sure you're pissed off at Vic, and you want to hurt him. This is a way to do it. Hide his family on him so he can never find him. Yeah. And uh, Olivia's all like, all right, because she is. <laughs> she hates Vic, and I mean, let's we get it. Oh yeah, but she is a little too over the top with it. Like in front of Ronnie, like if I was Ronnie, I'd be like, oh boy, what's going on here? Yeah. She's very pissed at this guy. This doesn't sound like immunity for me. Yeah. This doesn't well, sound like you're cutting us a deal right after this. No. <laughs> uh, Vic goes home. He basically tells the family bye. He doesn't know that. Yeah, without realizing this is the last time that he's going to yeah. see them. They're all yeah. there. This is the first time we've seen, like, Matthew and what, I don't know the baby's name. Uh, Megan. Uh, this is the first time we've seen them in, I don't know, three seasons. <laughs> no, no, we did see them last season once, I think. Remember really? when uh, when Corinne was dropping them off? They were going away for the weekend, and then Shane showed up and kidnapped uh, her and Cassidy. Yeah. So they were in that episode. We showed them, you know, oh, hey, have fun at Grandma's house or whatever. Oh, okay. And then they showed up. Remember, they showed up at Vic's hearing that he bailed on. Oh, all right. there. Okay, yeah. yeah. All right. You're, I, I blocked them out, but no, you're right on that one. They don't really have lines or anything, but they were there. Yeah, they were there. But Vic says bye. Yeah. He also tells Corinne, like, I cut a deal for us. We're we're gonna be great. Everything. Like, he's still looking out for Corinne, even though she's. Yeah. She- Poor guy. He just doesn't realize that this lady has turned on him, and he's still trying to cut her favors. Uh, Shane confronts Billings, like, hey Steve. Yeah. Like Billings is all like, you know, he's like, hey Mara, that was self defense or whatever. Billings is like, like, you were robbing them, so you can't really claim self-defense in that case. Yeah, Billings not like he's not he's not starstruck by Shane at all. He's more like you know he's got an answer for everything, and I like it. Yeah, if it was Ron, he'd be all like, oh, I'll suck your dick. Yeah, I'll blow you, and I'll take you. (laughs) I'll take you to Mexico myself. Yeah, but Shane tells him my asshole. But but Shane tells him that like um. Tell Claudette, that, like, if, if you don't charge Mara with anything, I'll turn myself in. Yeah, and I'll give you all the stuff on Vic. Yeah. But he doesn't realize that, oh, Vic's already cut a deal, so none of that matters at all anymore. Oh, but he finds out later. 
Yeah, does he? <laughs> In the best <laughs> way so possible. Awesome. Oh, it's so good. Uh, let's see. So uh, we get the, uh, the the drug deal things going down. Or Vic and Ronnie are like brokering the drug deal. And Beltran doesn't show up for this. No, of course. So <laughs> he, then, he doesn't meet. So you think Vic would have realized that. And then the gangs are all like, we gave you 200000 And, like, you only gave us 100000 And they're like, what? But then the feds, they, they come in and bust. You know, they, they, they you know, they, they raid the place or whatever. Yeah, because Olivia doesn't want to go home empty-handed. So she's like, well, okay, we'll get Beltran's guys and maybe they'll give him up. And Vic's all, like, pissed off that she came in already. Like, oh, I could have still spun this. But, like, they're already on to the fact that you, like, took hundred grand pretty much. So you better get these guys out of play. If you want to keep, you know, protect your own ass. Yeah. Yeah, she she also tells him, like, you're done. Just fuck that. And then Ronnie's like, you know, he's like, fuck that, man. We started this together. We're going to finish this together. Yeah, although apparently every time I watch this, I keep thinking, like, oh, that if they don't get Beltran, Vic's deal's out the window, right? But no, she's like, show up for work on time tomorrow or whatever. So it seems like this was enough of a bust. Remember, she was all like, if, if this isn't the biggest bust we've ever had... Your deal gets canceled. Yeah. But, but then this wasn't the biggest bust they ever had, and she's still just like, oh, show up for work tomorrow. Yeah, because, like, uh, she, you, you hear her go, where are the drugs at? And Vic doesn't know the drugs are there. He thinks they're there. Oh, yeah, this is, yeah, this is the later on part where he, they don't know that the drugs are there. Oh, that's not here? Yeah, no, this is the first raid. That's the, the second one later. Okay. All right, well, never mind then. Um. <laughs> Where we? Oh, Lloyd. Ugh. Here comes fucking Lloyd. Yeah. Ropey ass Robert Pattinson wanting to be fucking half-ass poor man's fucking Edward Cullen Lloyd shows up. <laughs> and he's all like, my mom's missing and Dutch was the last one to talk to her and she was going to talk to Dutch and now she's dead. <laughs> well, it comes in like, I need Dutch to solve this case. And then he's like immediately pointing the finger at Dutch. It's like, well, which one is it? You're already kind of contradicting yourself a little bit. So you're looking real suspicious. Yeah. Uh, we see Andre 3000. He's running yeah, for mayor he's now. Back again. Yeah. Yes, he is. He's running yep. for mayor. We also find out Maria is no longer a rookie. She wants somebody to buy her a cake because she's been out of the you know, uh, Academy more than a year now, and mm-hmm. Julian's checking out two gay guys. And like, <laughs> yeah, he's and way I too like, busy on that. I like being gay, but I'm not <laughs> gay anymore. Um, Shane finds out that um, Claudette said she'll reduce the charges for Mara, and Shane's like, no, no fucking charges. And well, there was like, a scene ah. with uh, him and Mara where she had to pee. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So he has to kind of walk into the bathroom, and she pisses herself, and then he's basically got to, you know, wipe for her and stuff, and it's just like, oh, boy, look how bad this is all turning out. Like, his situation just gets worse and worse. Oh, yeah. Apparently, there was a big fight with uh, the network over that. Like, they're like, you can't have her, you know, and wipe her vagina in the show. <laughs> and Sean Ryan's just like, well, it's not a sexual thing, clearly. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> There's nothing sexy at all about this. 
No, there wasn't. <laughs> but she's basically, he's just like apologizing and being like, oh, you guys were so innocent. I took you for granted. This is all my fault. She's just like, yeah, all we ever really needed was you in our lives. That's it. That's all we wanted. So he calls the lawyer. The lawyer's like, reduce charges. He's like, fuck that shit. The lawyer's like, I don't know what to fucking tell you. So she. You know who that lawyer was, by the way? Clark Johnson. No. Uh, Bradley Cooper? <laughs> Could be. If it was a Cloverfield movie, it would be. Uh, it was Louis Black. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Huh, that's weird. Yeah, I guess he was a big fan of the show, and they wanted to try to stick him in there, but they didn't really have anything, so they're like, hey, do I need this, this voice role? <laughs> Apparently some of them, uh, some of the recordings he did, like, were really obvious it was him. Like, he was just doing his old angry fucking voice. All right, so Shane hangs up with the lawyer. He's desperate now. What happens here, Jake? Oh. Who's he calling? He calls Vic's cell phone to try to get some, you know, some last-minute help here. Basically, I got myself in a jam, and you got to get me out of it because, you know, we're on the hook together here. If I go in... I'm going to squeal on you. And Vic's just like, yep, don't care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got a, Me and Ronnie got immunity. And so you're going to be fucking going to visit Antoine Mitchell soon. And me and Ronnie are going to be skating free. Yeah. Full immunity for everything we ever did. And he's like, the best part is, he rubs in and being like, oh, thanks for that little blackmail manifesto you wrote. Like, I used that to freshen up the details. Yeah. I would have forgotten some of the crimes we did if it wasn't for that. <laughs> yeah. No, doesn't he say, you forgot a few things in there. You're not as good as you were before. He says something like that. No, he said, I forgot a few things. Oh, I thought he yeah, said, I would, oh, yeah, okay. I forgot a few things. So he had, good thing he, uh, he had that paperwork to remind him of all the things they did. So. Backfired completely. Yeah, Shane doesn't believe him or whatever, but so then Shane tells Vic that, well, just so you know, Corinne's been working with the cops the whole time. Yeah. Yep. She was doing whatever she could to get rid of you. Yeah, Vic's we called like, her and she turned the phone over to Claudette, so she's working with the cops, buddy. How do you feel about that? Yeah. And Vic's all like, I'll check on your kids once a year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tell them stories about Ma and Pa. <laughs> Shane flips the fuck out like you don't go anywhere near my kids uh, it's so good Mitch just closes yeah. I'll send you a postcard from Space Mountain <laughs> <laughs> oh man it's such a dick move oh it's so glorious I guess that's the last time those two ever talk yep that is their final conversation <laughs> It was pretty and Vic awesome. just has to win. He's just like, I can't let Shane get one up on me here. Yeah. I'm going to fucking throw this in his face. Yeah. And boy, does it work in getting to Shane. <laughs> oh, it works. Sure does. Yeah. Just the thought of Vic going near his kids and twisting them up the same way they twi- you know, he twisted up him, like, makes him flip the fuck out. He can't take it. Oh, so... Vic goes to see Olivia, and and she tells him, like, Corinne and the kids are gone. Like, forget it. We hit them from you. It's, it's over. She's a better judge of character than I am. That's what she said. Something like that. And she's like, oh, also, be here at 9 in the morning, and I don't want to hear a fucking word about it. <laughs> yeah. That's all she keeps saying is be here at 9 a.m. sharp. 
Uh, let's see. Uh, Shane, he, he, after that phone call with Vic, he runs to a, like a gas station bathroom and, uh, like breaks the mirror and does a bunch of coke off of it. Which, like, do you need to do coke off a mirror for some reason? I, I know a lot of people thing. do that, but can't you just do it off any surface? Uh, yeah, I didn't, I, yeah, I didn't get that either because I was like, well, you know, now you're in Artie Lang's territory where <laughs> there might be pieces of broken glass and shit in there. Oof. Yeah. I don't, like, I don't know. I mean, I guess he doesn't really care, you know, what broken glass or germs may be on there at this point, because he ain't planning on sticking around. I hear you, but still, like, couldn't you just put it on your fingertip and snort it? Yeah. I don't, put it on I don't know how that works. driver's license and cut it up yeah. with a credit card or something? I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, but yeah, it's gross. Um... <laughs> Claudette tells Dutch not to talk to Lloyd anymore because they found women's clothing all burn up in his garbage can outside Dutch's house. Yeah. Yeah. It's Uh, weird. Like, are they actually trying to get the audience to think that Dutch did this because it's not working? (laughs) No, I don't think they're trying to convince the audience. I think they're trying to show Dutch was right. This kid is crazy. Mm -hmm. He, He is a serial killer. Yep. Um. Oh, we meet Billings' attorney. She comes in. We have a good interaction here with Dutch because she's coming in to try to get Dutch to recant his statement that he made about like, um, in in Billings' case to sue the city. Dutch made the statement like, uh, you know, like Steve's he's all right. He might have got hurt. I don't know. Like <laughs> it was so vanilla and whatever that it's it's really gonna hurt Billings' case. Yeah, like she's afraid that that you know he's gonna lose his entire savings and you know go through all this court costs and stuff. She wants to avoid that, and so Dutch is like, "All right, maybe we'll talk in a little bit." Like I don't have time right now. I'm dealing with Lloyd. Lloyd's bullshit. Yeah. Uh, by the by the way, that lawyer, um, she is actually uh, uh, what's his name? Jay Karen's real life wife. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. That's cool. So in my head, I, I, I imagine that they end up together in this universe, possibly. Well, she does give give him her card later on. Oh, yeah. She's interested. I guess so. For sure. Uh, Shane's at a convenience store. He buys some flowers. He gives the cashier like $100, and she might be 15 years old. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Sure is. I guess it makes yeah. sense later on, but once again... I didn't see it coming. Yeah, the important thing is, is he's giving away all the money, which, you know, considering how much time and effort they put into getting that money, clearly something's up. Uh, Vic and Ronnie are looking for Beltran, so they go to this hotel room, or I guess it's a motel room. They kick the door, and we get another scene where, like, they break up two people fucking. <laughs> yep, one more time before the I don't show. know how many times that's happened in this show. <laughs> I don't know, it's got to be in the double digits. It's a lot. Yeah. I mean, they got that one dude, like, didn't they get him at least twice, that one kid? Oh, yeah. He was always going down on his girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that guy. Diego. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Diego. Yeah, that, that was Diego. Yeah. <laughs> yep. They walked uh, in on at least one, you know, group of guys running a train. So, uh, yeah, they bust, they bust in. This dude's like, oh, I'm not, I don't know who Beltran is, or, you know, he's playing hard to get. So, Vic just blows his head through an aquarium where there's a rattlesnake, and the thing just starts 
spiting them and shit? And I'm like, what? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Right in the face. <laughs> yeah, it was a bad choice to uh, to have that rattlesnake there, probably. I don't know. Once again, I know about as much about rattlesnakes as I do cocaine. Um, I, I thought, like, if that's it, man, you get one of those and you're pretty much done. Well, see, he tells the girl to start sucking face if you want this guy to live. So I think she, she's got to suck the venom out or else he's yeah, going to die. Yeah, I get that part. But still, I mean, I don't know. Didn't he, it looked like he took two or three strikes from it. Yeah. You better suck real hard. Ugh. That does seem like a bad idea because you just got immunity. But if you do another crime, like, you kill this man <laughs> right now, you, know, you have no immunity for that one. Also, on top of that, I would imagine that somehow voids every other thing he has immunity for. Yeah, probably. He's got to be an angel at this point. <laughs> yeah. Um. So the girl ends up saying, oh, he, he's somewhere. I, they give him an address of some kind. I can't remember what she says. Mm-hmm. Little Israel, maybe? Something like that. Yeah, weird. somewhere that they think Beltran might be. So they go to check it out. Vic calls Olivia. He's like, this is going on. And she's like, I don't care. Be <laughs> He's like, I got other government agencies I can call. She's like, good, go do it. Don't care. Yeah. Be here at 9, 9 a.m. Um, Aceveda and Andre 3000 getting to like a back and forth. And I guess they're in a church. They're both kind of like trying to run for mayor. It's some kind of like Aceveda rally with, you know, um, Andre 3000 just kind of shows up and he's like, hey, take it over and kind of make Asimeda look like a dumbass. Calling him Mr. Asses Vader. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty great. Oh, for me, and I'll set you free. That's all he keeps saying. Yep. He eventually gets himself thrown out of the meeting and then like, he's like, sing my song. And it's kind of like that part in uh, the Snyder Cut where all those women just start singing. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't get that, but all right. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so that, that goes on for longer than it needs to. Um, but it seems like he's got the people on his side, so he might, despite how crazy he seems, he might actually be a contender for Aceveda. So Claudette comes in to talk to Lloyd, and she's like, listen, Dutch is way too involved with a lot of his cases, so why don't you tell me what happened? She give him the old soft sell, good cop routine, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Lloyd's creepy. Yeah. Uh, where are we at here? Oh, I got to flip pages over. Oh, so Shane goes back home after going to the convenience store and all that shit and getting cocaine, I guess. Yeah. He's all cocaine. Gave away the money. Yeah, like right away, like, you know, I understand. I don't know. Well, I guess it didn't matter at that point. It really didn't matter at that point because I was like, He's not so high that he doesn't realize he just said hi to his neighbor. Yeah. He didn't care. He, yeah, he just didn't care. <laughs> he knew what was coming. Um, so Vic he calls, calls family meeting. Uh, uh, and then the scene cuts. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, because he comes in the house and, you know, I don't know if Mara's reading a story or just making up a story because it kind of sounds – like, there were times where I'm like, oh, that sounds like their life. Yeah, it's kind of like, it very much reflected, I think, what was going on. Like, oh, she's yeah, very so. scared and stuff like that. Oh, okay. 
I don't yeah, like I don't know if she was making up a story or actually reading a story, but Shane's listening and he's smiling and he says, It's family meeting and then yeah, like you say, it cuts there. Uh, all right, so Vic calls Aceveda. He wants him to talk to Chaffee because he's got this intel and shit, and this will help you become mayor and yada yada yada, that kind of bullshit. It's all about being mayor. Yep. All right, so uh, so, oh, yeah, the cops – next up, the cops show up at Shane's house. Yeah. Yeah, they, uh, they got a call from the neighbor that she saw Shane, which we know about. So they show up, and they're like, oh, you know, what should we do? Like, he's got the wife in there. It's going to be a hostage situation. And Claudia's here like, oh, we should probably get Bess on for this. And uh, so they best up, and then they go in. Shane is sitting in the bathroom furiously scribbling on a pad of paper. Um, the cops come bursting in. And he's just kind of like, oh, fuck. <laughs> he wasn't expecting them quite so soon. Um, but as they get closer, as the cops start to get towards the bathroom, you hear a gunshot. And Shane blew his own brains out. Yep. Yeah. It sucks. It does. <laughs> it does suck. It's not a good way to go. No. It's kind of the way this story had to end, but it's not fun. I'm not happy about it. Because, like, really, you know, I don't know. But, you know, that's not even the worst part. Then you hear, like, Maria. She's like, Captain, Captain. And, like, in the other room, they walk in, and there's Mara and Jackson dead on the bed. Yeah, all posed. Yeah, like, she has flowers. Shane bought Jackson a new toy, Mm -hmm. you know, when he was at the grocery store or the convenience store or whatever, and he poisoned them. Yep. They didn't even know. That's so fucked up. <laughs> Chris Benoit him. Yeah, he really did. It's fucked up. Took out everybody. Yeah. Just to keep them from going to jail and getting the kids taken away and dealing with Vic. Now, do you think he would have done this anyway if he didn't have that phone call with Vic? Uh, uh, do you think that, that really pushed him over the edge? It had to have, because at that point he's still like, well, I could negotiate information for Mara's immunity at least. Yeah, that's true. And then, and then when he does, realized, May, I don't even have that anymore. I got absolutely nothing. I got not a friend in the world except for Mara. Yeah. We don't have money. There's no really good way to make money, as we found out. We've just been boxed in repeatedly over these last couple episodes we we got no shot anymore of running or anything so yeah she can't even pee yeah (laughs) so nuts yeah it's very sad yeah it is it's a it's a tough scene it is yeah yeah it's it's not pleasant I mean, as much as Shane is a weasel and we have the Vendrell cop and all that jazz Shane was an awesome character on this show he was. He really yeah. was. He's, He's very so, layered, and I don't know. Yeah. Like at times you really root for him, at times you really fucking hate him. Yes, exactly. That, that's a good balance to have as a character, where you're just like, I, I can never judge what this character is gonna do or what side he's gonna be on at any moment. Yeah. Um. All right. So Shane's dead. The whole family's dead. Vic and Ronnie are invading Beltran's warehouse or whatever. Mm-hmm. He He's holed up in some dirt bag warehouse with a couple guys in there or whatever. So we get into a shootout and stuff. 
they shoot Beltran. I don't know where they get him. Uh, I know Vic got Beltran. Like, well, Ronnie kind of distracted the other guys. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, where, he took where Beltran did he shoot him at? Uh, leg, arm? Sh- maybe he must have got him in the leg. It wasn't anything too serious. He definitely shot him. I'm almost certain. Yeah, yeah, oh, so, you're right. I think it was the leg. So Vic's got, like, he's behind him because Beltran's guys are there now. But then the ice comes in, right? Yep. Yeah. And, you know, they find the drugs. They can arrest <laughs> It's Beltran. weird because they're like, oh, where's the drugs then, huh? Vic, you fucking think you're so hot shit. And then, like, they just find the drugs in the other room. It's not like they were hidden or anything. They're in a big crate. It's just like, oh, there's a lot of rooms here. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I, I <hear> <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Who would have Ronnie, Ronnie's all like, yeah, Vic, we fucking did it, man. Yeah. Time for our immunity like, deal, and we're all set. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Olivia's like, oh, hey, Ronnie, they need you back at the barn. And he's yeah. like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then she's like, Wims needs to see you too, Vic. Be at work at 9 o'clock tomorrow, you piece <laughs> of shit. Yeah. Clock starts at nine. Um, and Vic, you can see on his face, he's just dreading this because he knows what's coming for Ronnie any second now. Yeah. Oh, and it, it comes. Yeah, it is heartbreaking. So much heartbreak in this episode. Oh, I hate it so much. Um, so much just like, oh, that tension of you. Because we, the audience, pretty much know what's coming. You know, we, we already know that he's given up Ronnie. So we're just waiting, like, oh, is it going to be now? Is it going to be now? Yeah, I know. We've uh, been waiting for a couple weeks, but it, it's coming soon. Yep. Um, Billings, by the way, super pumped. He settled <laughs> his lawsuit with the city. He got a good settlement. He's not allowed to talk about it because of confidentiality and whatnot, but uh, – He's pretty, pretty pumped. The lawyer then tells Dutch that he, uh, Billings got two days back pay. That that was the settlement. And there's no confidentiality on it at all. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's all bullshit. Yeah. But she gives Dutch her card, and he's just like, I, I'm not planning on suing the city anytime soon. Yeah. And she's just like, oh, well, you know, at least she'll know how to contact me. She totally just wants the D. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, um, Danny kind of makes a comment about it, and I think then Dutch finally realizes, oh, oh, she's in We, uh, before this, like, before, uh, we also cut back, and Aceveda is now, like, at the press conference outside of the, the warehouse and everything, <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I pretty much led this from the beginning, this was all me, I came in, you know, with Rambo style, I had just a bow and arrow, and my pack of fig newtons and i made you know it's like all right none of that happened yeah um, all this while running for mayor i'm pretty much the best claudette's still fucking around with lloyd but uh she's like listen you're fucking guilty you're creepy i vouch for dutch he's a good person fuck you we're gonna hold you overnight in the in the jail until we can get you a lawyer and whatnot and so yeah. you know that's, I uh, like the fact that we don't get a confession necessarily. Well, I guess it would have been too much uh, wrapping up all at once. Yeah, it's you know life will life will still go on after this day at the barn. It's a crazy day or whatever, but the next day is still going to come and people are still going to you know 
crimes need solved and things are still just going to continue, you know, your mundane day-to-day life. Yeah, it doesn't mean anything. That's very fair. Um, yeah. If you're, if you're going to leave something unresolved, I'm perfectly happy with it being the Lloyd thing. Cause who cares? It's resolved <laughs> enough. We know. Yeah. They kind of say like, Oh yeah, he'll, he'll be caught. Like we'll get there. Yeah. Whether it's now or eventually, like they kind of mention like, Oh, he killed his mom. That's an emotional killing. Like, He's going to crack. Everyone loves their mother or something like that. So they make it seem like, oh, we're definitely going to get him for this. It's just a question of when. But they have to find the body first. I think that would probably help. Right now she's still missing. But, yeah, that kind of explains why neither of us could remember what happened with the Lloyd thing. It never really does resolve itself. So they kind of just find an ending. I didn't remember what happened with the Shane thing. So I definitely (laughs) wasn't going to remember Lloyd. (laughs) On at all. Um, this is the point where Claudette tells Dutch, "Listen, uh, there's no new meds. I got I'm, nothing works anymore. I'm dying. Yeah. This is what it looks like. I'm I'm just dying, and it is what it is at this point. It's like every I'll deal with this pain every day that I can, and till the day that I can't, and then I just won't show up anymore. Yeah. It's it's again more heartbreak. We're just like, oh god damn it. Um. Her and Dutch are good. Like, that whole firing thing, you know, didn't really go anywhere. <laughs> yeah. She's, she's like, oh, keep being a good friend. That's that's means everything to me right now. So, yeah. Claudette seems like her days are numbered. She finally got that captain's job, and she probably, you know, might make it a year. Yeah. It's a downer episode. It's definitely Empire. It really is, yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. yep. A lot of kicks in the pants, yep. Uh, Andre 3000 shot. He got yeah. shot. They were outside protesting some kind of crack house and says some guy named Big Stacks shot him. And Maria. Yeah, he's like, oh, I got your vote, right? And she's like, yeah, yeah, I still got this button you gave me earlier. And uh, then he dies. Yeah. Yeah. In it's, case this episode wasn't tragic enough already. Yeah. It's throwing more people dying. Yeah. All right, so next we got uh, Vic at the barn. Vic shows up to the barn. Everyone's staring daggers at him. It is uncomfortable. Yeah, especially that, like, desk guy that buzzes him in. Like, ooh, that guy clearly had hate in his eyes. Yeah, I hear you. Well, he killed a cop. Yeah, I wonder, did, like, did Claudette tell everybody that already? Like, I know they know about Shane. Or, you know, and what Vic did to him, basically, like, what happened with Shane is all pretty much Vic's fault. I'm sure they know that by now, but I don't know if they all know that, oh, yeah, he definitely did kill Terry. Like, I don't know. Him. Well, apparently somebody told somebody because uh, they're pissed. Yeah. Yeah. They're very, um, I'm not sure if it's just about Shane or if it's, you know, everything. <laughs> But. So uh, we get like so everybody run or Vic goes into like the the clubhouse or whatever, mm-hmm. just like the old days. And Ronnie's in there kind of crying. He's like, you hear about Shane? Shane's dead. He killed Mara. He killed Jackson. But I'm just glad this is all done and behind us. We can move on. And, Vic's uh, like, and, and the worst part is he's like, oh yeah, with Shane dead, like we don't even need ISIS immunity anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh boy, Ronnie. And Vic oh. even tries, like, he's like, listen. Uh, and then Claudette's like, let's go, Mackie. 
He doesn't even get to tell Ronnie. Yeah. I think he's going to tell him there, listen, I, I I couldn't do anything for you, man. You're fucked. That's so sad because there are so many ways this could have worked out without Vic turning on, you know, turning on Ronnie. Like he didn't have to turn on him in the first place because his family wasn't really in any danger. He just didn't know that. And then now Shane killed himself anyway, so they didn't really need immunity at all. They could have just told him, hey, we got immunity, bitch. And then Shane probably would have still killed himself. So yeah. there's so many ways that could have happened where, you know, this didn't have to go down this way. All right, so Claudette and Vic go upstairs to the interview room. The same interview room we've seen a bazillion times. Yeah. And Vic sits on the cop side. And Claudette's like, you're in my chair. <laughs> and it's pretty badass. It's pretty baller. That's a good move right there. So he and gets Vic doesn't up. say a fucking word this entire scene. No, nope, It's he just, just Claudette. He just looks at her the whole mm-hmm. time. And um, so he moves over to the perp side or whatever. And she's like. Oh, I didn't know if you wanted to see pictures of Shane and his dead family. Here you go. Well, yeah, first first she reads the suicide note. Yeah. She's like, yeah, he was writing a note when we found him. And then she reads the whole suicide note about like, oh, you know, hey, Vic led and I followed. And one really isn't worse than the other. But we definitely made each other worse. And I wish I never met him. <laughs> I see and, that now. Yeah. Yep. It's just like he's he's very clear on it where everything went wrong. And how his relationship with Vic was no good for anybody. And um, he's, he's definitely taking ownership of his part in all this, but he's just like, yeah, this, this was a terrible situation. And I had to keep, you know, um, Mara and Jackson innocent. So I didn't even let them know what was happening. They went out happy. And uh, then she pulls out the, uh, the pictures. They won't even look at it. No, not why she's in the room. No. But um, two though, like I'm, I think Shane's not sorry. I think Shane's sorry he got caught because like when things were good, he didn't think like, oh, this is bad for Mara. Like you know, I should knock this shit off. Like no, when things were great and they were popping, you know, street dealers and money trains, he didn't have any remorse about anything. No, no, he definitely didn't. But I think now that. It's not just the fact that he was caught. It's the fact that they were in this situation. And, like, he's like, oh, yeah, I really fucked this up. Like, in that conversation they had earlier where he's like, I took you for granted. Like, I think he realizes now that, yeah, he, he did fuck up. Like He this- absolutely fucked up because him running his mouth about the money train back three seasons or whatever, two seasons ago. Remember when he told, you know, the Armenian lady or whatever? Yeah, that was last season, was that la- well? Either way, last season, that started all of this. Yep. Had this whole he never said that to that woman that day, none of this would have happened like this. Yeah, and and the whole him killing Lem thing, like, if you would have just let Lem go to prison, it probably would have worked out better than this. <laughs> like, it really couldn't have gone much worse. Like, let's say Lem worse. goes to prison and maybe he gets killed. But it really couldn't have gotten any worse. Yeah, he died anyways. Yeah, he's dead. Either way, so what's the, you know, he should have just let him go. Yeah. Take the chances. I don't think Lem would have turned. They were kind of worried, oh, maybe he'll take a deal at some point. But but why, really? 
So Rip, uh, Vic rips the camera off the wall. Like he looks at the photos. He flips the fuck out. He walks past Claudette and says, bill me like, you know, real cocky and shit. And she's like, all right, first payments due right now. Yep. And he just screams, Ronnie. Yep. Yeah. Dutch and a bunch of uniforms go into the clubhouse. And he's just like, Ronald Everett Gardaki, you're under arrest. And he's just like, for what? They're like, for the last three years. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you could really use that as a charge. Like, what is <laughs> well, he being he, charged with the last does, three years? Yeah. Being alive. Yeah, just, um, <laughs> well, then he does go into, like, oh, for, you know, the cover-up of the murder of Terry Crowley, robbing the Armenian money train. Uh, I think that's really the only ones he lists, but God knows there's others. Oh, there's um, definitely others. Yeah, Ronnie committed a murder this season. I'm sure that's going to be included. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, Ronnie so, doesn't take it well. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Not at all. Like, nope. he flips the fuck out, and Vic's all like, I, I'm i sorry. I had to take care of Corinne. And he's yeah. like, you motherless piece of shit. <laughs> we were going to run together. Yeah, he is so mad. Yeah. Understandably so. Like, it's pretty shitty that Vic was the mastermind of all of this stuff. Did a lot more stuff than Ronnie ever did. But Ronnie's the one who's going to end up paying the price and going to jail for all this time. Yeah, because Lem's out of it. Shane's out of it. Yeah. Vic's out of it. Probably got the worst of it all. He did. I'm sure Shane and Lem are dead, but going to prison as a cop, I would imagine, is probably worse. Oh, hell yeah. Like, if you're Ronnie, do you just find the first opportunity to try to hang yourself? I don't know. You know, like, if yeah, I don't know. Because, like, Antoine Mitchell will go right after him. Yeah. He's got pulling every prison in the country or whatever. Remember, he said something like that. Yeah. So. And they don't even have anything to deal with to get him away from Antoine Mitchell. Like, at least Lem had a chance of going to a different prison. Like, yeah. Ronnie's probably going right there. Poor Ronnie, man. I know, it sucks. Yeah. Oh, man. And the commentary they were mentioning, like, a lot of people, you know, would come up to the actor who played Ronnie and were just like, oh, I think you're going to be the one who gets to get, you know, gets away with it. The one who uh, doesn't go down because, you know, you're the quiet one and stuff like that. Nope, quite the opposite. Yeah. Sean Ryan zigged where they thought he was going to zag. All right, so Vic shows up to work, 9 a.m. He's there. Um, Olivia tells him, like, uh, you know, you don't need your gun. You don't need that anymore. You can either leave it at home or put it in a locker or whatever. But He's like, I talked to a CI last night. I already got a lead on a a case. Uh, We're going to go after these guys that are running, like, uh, you know, teen pussy and shit like that. And she's like, nope, you don't need CIs. You don't need none of that. No. You're going to be sitting here at a desk the whole Uh time. Uh Uh-huh. And he's got to write five reports a week, like a report a day. I think it has to be 10 pages, a single spaced about, I don't know what it has to be about. Yeah, like they, they have uh, intelligence reports on, you know, gang activity. And he's got to analyze all that, you know, all those reports and come up with a memo at the end of every day. Have a TPS report ready to go. Yikes. He's got <laughs> to do that every day for the three years he's there, plus a weekly drug screen. Yeah. It's pretty, uh, he's pretty miserable about it. And uh, she's like, it's suit and tie here, so at lunch, go home and change. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> no more leather jacket for you. You got to wear a fucking suit and tie. And he does come back in a suit that really doesn't look like it fits very well. Yeah. And he looks kind of goofy. He looks and, not not green shirt goofy, but goofy. Yeah, pretty goofy. Yeah. And the lady's just kind of giving him a tour of the office, and it just seems like hell. Like, don't even touch the thermostat unless you file, like, three forms in triplicate. Yeah. <laughs> with the supervisor asking to and shit. Like, Vic is a guy who loves to just be out on his own and mucking things up and fuck the rules and shit like that. But now he's got to fucking ask about doing anything. Yeah. It sucks. <laughs> this is hell for him. Oh, yeah. And, you know, well, you know, once again, had he just confessed, like, oh, this one time we fucking... You know, we skimmed this bag of fucking coke, and you know, and if that would have been the end of it, like he he wouldn't be at a desk. But no, I mean, you murdered everybody. You fucking did that. You did that. Like, what 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 do you expect? Yeah, you guys just skimmed a bag of coke one time, and it's like, all right, they fucked up. Yeah, it's definitely a hell of his own making. That's for sure. Um, it's it's sad because they just start taking out the pictures. He's got pictures of his kids that he can't see anymore, and yeah. a picture of him and Lem that used to be a picture of the whole strike team, but really they all hate him or are dead or both. Yeah. <laughs> um, Lem's the only one who you know died early enough that he still liked him. He probably wouldn't have liked him by the end. Yeah, probably not. No. Although, I mean, probably none of this would have ever happened if Lem was still alive and out of prison. Because that was really the incident that started this whole disintegration of the team. So, I don't know. Uh, we get one last scene between Claudette and Aceveda where they just kind of talk about Andre 3000 and Vic. The, you know, just small talk. Like, you know. Yeah, she kind of has a, has a line where, like, I'm pretty sure. Uh, so it looks like you're going to be mayor now. He's like, well, there is some, you know, the little thing of the election. And she's like, yeah, I'm sure that won't stop you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But he's so like, I you know, we both, up for he is going to win and stuff. And he's like, we both spent a lot of time, you know, in this office trying to take care of Vic. And it just we couldn't get it done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Corinne gets moved. She's in Rockford, Illinois, as we said, because the guy said something about the Burpee Museum, and I was like, I wonder where that's at. And I was like, oh, okay, Rockford, Illinois. The Rockford Peaches, Jank, from The League of Their Own. Oh, yeah. Oh. How about that? Yeah, that's a good Excuse callback. I always cry <laughs> at the end of that movie, man, like when they all go back and they're all old and shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you cried. That's what I heard. <laughs> on TMZ Ronnie cried for sure um we get to see like some you know mundane things going on like Dutch is back there with Lo- or Lloyd again and Maria got her cake and they get called out before they even get to eat the cake yeah and, like Claudette's just watching over everything and it's just you know life's just life continues man yeah, as big, as big as what just you know, Ronnie just got arrested there a half hour, and it's still just business as usual. Just you gotta just keep going. Yeah, I guess the barn should be a happier place from now on, maybe. Yeah. Without the strike team drama going on all the time, maybe it'll be a, a nicer place for everyone else. Yeah. Left behind. And this is like then we cut back. This is where we see Vic setting up his pictures and shit, and he hears sirens outside his office. Mm-hmm. He's the only one in the building, and he goes running, and there's just two cops or whatever driving down the road chasing somebody or whatever in their car. And it's just What's life, a, it's a life long, goes on. 
Yeah, it's a great long scene where it's just like he's kind of just sitting there with like tears in his eyes, kind of thinking about everything, and and yeah, then he sees those cops and he just kind of grabs his gun out of the lockbox and you see him grab his coat and go out into the night to you know do who knows what. So what do you think this is? Um, like, do you think like because he has a look on his face? You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Is he like? Is he like? Fuck this! I'm gonna go just do my thing. Fuck this! I'm gonna go. I'll go to jail. Fuck it! I don't care. That's what I'm thinking. I mean, I don't think he's gonna be stupid about it because he's a he's like the like ultimate you, survivor. So he always has to find a way out of things. But I think he's definitely going out to either stop some crime, like vigilante style, <laughs> not like bad. Yeah, okay. But, you know, at least get involved or just, you know, work his old kind of games on the side um, or possibly just to fuck somebody up. Like maybe he'll just try to get in a bar fight and so you don't think take his anger out on somebody. You don't think he's just going to go hide in Mexico somewhere for the rest of his life? I don't think so. No, no. I think that would be tough. Especially since it's like. If uh, he didn't show up for work the next day, like they're immediately gonna have everyone looking for him. And, and that, that's about it, Jank. Like he, he puts his coat on, he puts the gun, he leaves. Yeah, that's we, that's we it. Don't really know exactly what happens after that. That's the end of the shield, right there. Now I have to assume at some point in the future he does find his family, though. Especially since Ice, you know, was the ones who put him in hiding, and he's working for Ice for three years. Yeah, that's true. I feel like that's got to be easy to look up somehow. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm sure he doesn't have a lot of friends there, knowing once everyone finds out what he did, but I'm sure he'll find a way to find them eventually. But if he does find them, do you think they like any of them have want anything to do with him? He like, I would... them. Yeah, he, I would... he kills them. No, he's not going to yeah. kill his kids. Like the Maybe. stepfather. <laughs> yeah. 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 But, uh, like, I can't see Cassidy getting over this when she finds out everything that Vic did. Like, I can't see that she's going to want him back in her life. And Matthew and Megan, they seem like they're always going to just be living with Corinne, I would think. They don't I seem like think. they're very highly functioning. No, I'm going to say Corinne remarries somebody, like, you know, a medical professional as well, a doctor or a male nurse or maybe a female nurse whatever <laughs> yeah she's so put off by Vic that she's gone the other way now. i want i want to know what her name is now though yeah hopefully it's sean hello mr <laughs> thompson <laughs> I think, I think when i think. step on your foot <laughs> you say <laughs> Hello, Mr. Thompson. I think, he, I think he's talking to you. <laughs> uh, oh, so good. Yeah, that's a Simpsons bit. Um, oh, your friend. Oh, you're mean. <laughs> and then we get a musical montage with the clips from all, you know, the earlier seasons of the show. Yeah, I recognized uh, the voice right away. I, I thought that song. was her, but I I didn't feel like looking it up. Yeah. No, Concrete Blonde. Oh, I was thinking of Four Non Blondes. Who's Concrete oh. Blonde? Uh, they're the one. She's the one who sang Joey. Oh. Uh, had a couple of other hits. Okay. Yeah, I know that. I know that song. Yeah. Joey. 
And that's it, man. Like, yeah, that's it. That's the end of the shield. That's where they end, right there. Yeah. Boom. There's nothing that's else. It. Shane's dead. Ronnie in jail. Potet dying any day now. <laughs> yeah. Lamb's gone. So, like, what would they do if it came back? You know what I mean? Yeah, Fucking that's what I'm thinking. Like, if you brought it back, it would just have to be Vic, basically, and what's what he's up to. Because you can't really have him interacting with the other people. I don't know. It better not be. Uh, here, here, here's all I'm saying. It better not be no Captain Fucking Lee, because fuck Lee. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> he grows up. He's now the captain of the barn and oh, shit. God, that would be the worst. Yes. <laughs> that would be terrible. Captain Lee. I think Billings is close to retirement, isn't he? Trying to ride out his last like 18 months or something. So yeah, something like that. He came yeah. back like Billings is gone. Yeah, Billings <laughs> is gone. Well, Dutch would be gone. Julian's obviously gone. No, Julian's Let's have recast gone. him. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it would just have to be the further adventures of Vic Mackey, I think. Do you think Ronnie's still in jail? Oh, Ronnie's still in jail. If he's still alive, I would say yeah. Yeah, he's not. Why would he get out? He said like they had enough to keep him you know, locked up for three lifetimes. So, unless he gets real good parole or something. I don't know. I don't know. Joe that would be crazy Luigi. if like, Ronnie got out of prison someday and just comes after Big. That'd be a good show. Yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah, he would have it coming. All right. So crazy because they just started out the strike team were just you know such a tight unit, They're like friends through eternity. Loyalty, honesty, stick together through thick or thin. <laughs> <laughs> At first I was like, well, I don't know what he's singing, but you're singing uh, Friends Forever from the movie Miami Connection. Hell yeah. I've listened to that song so many times this week, man. <laughs> it might be so the best good. song ever made. Yeah, Friends Forever <laughs> and uh, what's the other one? And like something about the uh, ninja. Against the Ninja. Oh, Against the Ninja. Yeah, that yeah. one's good too. That's pretty good. Yep. Yeah. But French Forever is better, for sure. <laughs> it is. That's a great song. Yeah. I can't stop listening to it. Through thick and thin. Yeah, like, they're, they're very yeah, bad at school. We'll be together. <laughs> We're on top because we play to win. <laughs> All right. Uh, award this bitch. All right. Best quotes. Do some best right. quotes. Let's see. Well, let's start at the end, like right uh, after the big fucking blow up where they arrest Ronnie and shit, and Ronnie flips out on Vic and everything, and then Claudia just looks at it, at Vic and says, you can go now. Mm-hmm. Pretty awesome. Yep. That's so good. Yeah. Um, I like when uh, when Shane confronts Billings uh, going to his car, and he's just like, Billings says, they're saying some pretty awful shit about you, Shane. And Shane's like, yeah, well, I did some pretty awful shit, Steve. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. It's like the way that you kept using their names. Oh, uh, oh, here, this is one of my favorite ones. Um, whenever Billings' attorney comes into the the barn for the first time yeah. and introduces herself to Dutch, she says, "Ellen Carmichael, Steve Billings' attorney." And then Dutch looks at her and says, 
the bitch dyke? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> oh, no, Billy's just going to describe you differently. <laughs> yes, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, and it's, it's cool that Dutch kind of, he does get this lady interested by just kind of not being his normal Dutch self. Like, normally yeah. he'd probably be all over her and, like, hitting her on her yeah, rock. creepy. But <laughs> he was so distracted by Lloyd that he just was normal. Uh, let's see. I like when Ronnie says, we started this together, let's finish it together. He was like, oh, no, Ronnie. Yeah. Poor motherfucker, you just don't even know what's coming. I know. Big news. Yep. That's a knife right in the heart right there. Um, after Billing settles his case, and they are, uh, the... You know, his lawyer and Dutch are in the break room or whatever. And she's like, I'll have some coffee or whatever. And then she says to Dutch, did he really call me a bitch dyke? And he's like, in the nicest way possible. <laughs> she's like, oh, I, like, he hit on me once and I turned him down. So he yeah. probably made an assumption. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, like when Vic says to Olivia, I didn't get to say goodbye to my kids. And she's like. You said goodbye to them the moment you shot another cop in the face. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ouch. Um, kind of touched on that one already. I took a lot of notes, Jake. I took a I lot. Of, this was the most notes I've ever taken for an episode. I believe it. There's a lot going on here. It's extra long and just it wraps up everything. Yeah, you know, it really does. Uh, early on, whenever uh, when we first see Dutch and Claudette, and he's like, shouldn't you just be at home? And then she goes, didn't I fire you? And he said, <laughs> it didn't take. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I one. had that as well. That was good. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like when uh, Claudette is in the interrogation room with Vic, and uh, she's like, you know, all those arrests, all those t- cases you broke in here. You must be very proud of yourself. This is what the hero left on his way out the door, and then she shows him the pictures. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a rough one. Yeah. Uh, when Vic tells Shane he's got full immunity, he says, Now I'm walking away clean, and you're the pathetic asshole headed for Antoine Mitchellville. Mm-hmm. Like, I like I like incorporating names into cities. I do it. I call you Jenksylvania sometimes. <laughs> I'm cool with it. Yeah. Someday that city will exist for real. Yes. <laughs> Once my coup takes over. Um, that same conversation where he's just like, when you and Queen Bitch are serving mandatory life sentences apart, I'm going to check in on Jackson and this other kid once a year on their birthdays. I'm going to tell them some good old stories about Ma and Pa. Must their hair. Take them out for ice cream. Oh, man. It's so <laughs> bad. Yeah, it's so fucked up. Yeah. He's real. You can tell he has a smile on his face on the phone. Yep. Yeah, he's enjoying it. Although I don't think he wanted this. He didn't want Shane to kill himself or his family. He just needed to win the conversation and didn't realize how, you know, what kind of effect this was going to have. Yeah. Because he did seem very upset about Shane. As much as they didn't get along at the end, like, they were, you know, very close. They were like brothers, basically. 
Yeah. Um, I got no other quotes. Yeah. I think the other ones I had, we've already talked about. Like, uh, Claudette, all I have to do is deal with this pain every day. Every yeah. day that I can, I'll show up until the day that I don't. Yeah. And then Dutch says, what can I do? And she says, just keep doing what friends do. It means a lot. And she adjusts his tie for him. And yeah. That's the first time you've ever seen Claudette really acknowledge that Dutch is her friend. I think there have been one or two other times where they mention it. Like when she I'm first. Saying, she's cold as ice. Yeah. She is pretty cold. Yeah. Yeah. There's not a lot. She, she's pretty much keep your nose out about business at all times. But yeah. You can tell she actually does appreciate that Dutch does care about her. You are. <laughs> You're fired, you sanctimonious son of a bitch. <laughs> fired? You heard. <laughs> All right. I'll see the Kristen Bell Best Guest Star Award, the last one ever. Um, I went with Andre 3000. Yeah, it was cool seeing him back. Yeah. I went with him as well. Robert Huggins. I don't even think we found out his name the first time around, but apparently his name is Robert Huggins on the show. I also, I also got, I, I want to give a guest star award to Ruben. I don't know if I'm saying this right. Avidia, like A V I T I A. He's listed in a, I don't know, a ton of the episodes. Oh yeah, I saw that. Credited background detective. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm just going to say his name because he seems to be like of the 88 episodes. I bet his name's in the credit, you know, 50 times at least, it seems. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he got the most play out of not doing anything that anyone yeah. has ever done. So that's pretty good. Yeah. Like wonder he probably makes like 50 bucks a day type of thing. But I wouldn't do that just to stand in the background. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Just watch all this go on and be like, oh, yeah. this is amazing. I don't have to memorize anything. I don't have to yeah. stand here. I just got to react like, oh. I got doctors. You got to look surprised. All right. Holy shit, Vic. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, that'd be great. That's a dream job. I went with him as well. He's always listed. Yeah. My my runner up was, uh, you know, I forget what her name is. Julia Carnes or whatever the fuck. Oh, yeah. yeah Dutch's real life wife. <laughs> she was cool. Yeah, she was good as the lawyer. I get it. Um, MVP of the episode is our next award. I went with the whole cast. Like, we're at the point where, like, everybody <laughs> was awesome. Like, you know what I'm saying? There wasn't... Everybody's been great this whole show. So. Yeah, I won't say everybody, but most people were great. Most people, you know, like, everybody was good. <laughs> You know what? You gotta like. What does Danny think about this episode? Like, I think she had one line the whole fucking thing. Maybe like thirty seconds of screen time. They're like, eh, we ran out of things to do with Danny a long time ago. <laughs> We're not even gonna try. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, I just went with everybody. Uh, you know, just shout out to everybody on the last yeah. episode. That's fair. Who did they, you go uh, with? I, I went with Vic. But everybody is a is a good call. Yeah. The show overall was very damn good. The cast and the crew, really. They all did an amazing job. Yeah. There wasn't a lot of... There was a, only a couple episodes where I remember this was a dud. Yeah. With like 88 I, episodes, you're bound to have a couple stinkers thrown in there somewhere. But I, I'm sure we'll talk about it next week. We'll, we'll look inside the numbers, I think. 
Ooh, yeah. Stats. Yeah. Oh, by the way, you know, this was obviously a 10 out of 10. Oh, for sure. Yes. (laughs) This is a phenomenal ending. Maybe 11 out of 10 if you want to go there. I don't know. Yeah. I remember watching this the first time and literally being blown away. Like, when it comes to TV finales, this is way, way up there in terms of the best ones. Oh, hell yeah. Like, it it delivers on everything that was building up for the last seven years. Yeah, it really does. And we we mentioned that in the first episode of this podcast about how, oh, things in this first episode are going to play in on the last episode. And they absolutely, it's still a very fucking big thing. They sure do. Yeah. yeah, and it, it played out in a way that I didn't expect, where I never would have thought Vic would have cut a deal to, you know, get immunity over where he had to turn in his guys, but they found a situation where it organically worked, and you're just like, oh, yeah, of course, his family is in jeopardy, he's going to do that. But they weren't, though. Yeah, <laughs> that's what makes it so tragic. Yeah. It's like so many miscommunications and lies and led to this and you're just like oh you didn't have to do this man you didn't have to no it all went bad yeah that's that's good writing there when you set things up like that where you're just like oh damn it missed (laughs) it by that much yeah oh boy well let's do the other vendral cup for the biggest fuck up Mm, this one's rough too I, i went with Vic. I mean, at the end of the day, most of this is Vic's fault. Yeah, I went with the entire strike team. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, they all clearly, you know, fucked up over this entire run of the show. Where, you know, they could have uh, gotten out several times, but they just kept going after it and kept making mistake after mistake. And it all led to very tragic circumstances for all of them here. Like, Vic, I mean, he worked out the best, but he's lost literally everything. Yeah, he's got nothing in his life. Yeah, he's got no family, no friends. Everyone at the barn fucking hates him. I can't imagine there's anybody left who would actually, like, take a call from this guy and hang out with him. Like, who wants to hang out with a guy who's known to be a cop killer? Everybody at ICE doesn't, they don't like him either. Yeah, he's already up to a bad foot there. Like, do you think... What do you think happens if, like, Vic calls up, you know, um, Carl Weathers? You think he still wants to hang out with him? Or he's just like, you killed a cop. Like, fuck you. Oh, I don't know. I think he wants to hang out with him. Yeah? I'm going to say Carl Weathers killed a cop, too, at some point. Yeah, I mean, he was kind of dirty. But I feel like killing a fellow cop is, like, a whole different level of dirty. I hear you, but, you know, if he would explain to him, like, well, he was going to cut in on our drug dealing and all that shit, and like, oh, yeah, well, then I get it. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Carl Weathers gets it. You got you to gotta, you gotta work the side game and shit your side hustle. <laughs> That's true. He's got that young Asian girlfriend of his he's got to pay for. <laughs> yep, that's true. All right. Well, let's do the Dumpy Award for the worst part of the episode. Um, I wrote nothing, but I guess if you have to pinpoint something, maybe Lloyd. Yeah. Yeah, it's never good to see Lloyd. He had a stupid, like his hair was already bad, but he got an even stupider haircut, it feels like. His face looked extra punchable in this episode. (laughs) Yeah. I really wanted to take a swing at him. He'd probably murder me, though. (laughs) And then burn your clothes in a cop's garbage can. That's what Lloyd does, but he looked extra like, 
Yeah, I like all American rejects. <laughs> I'll keep you my dirty little secret. Dirty little secret, Dutch. <laughs> you killed my mom. <laughs> <laughs> but I won't tell anyone. <clears throat> um, um, yeah, that's that's good. Uh, I had uh, the whole line about when she's cute, we'll call her Franny Abby. Like, who would uh, ever say that? Nobody would ever say well, that. That is a mouth Franny Abby is. <laughs> yeah. You also, never, like, make two nicknames in a row. Not like, oh, come here, Bobby Jimmy. <laughs> no, not, not at all. No, 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 no. Plus, on top of that, like, Franny, are you having an 83-year-old? Yes. Like, what the hell's up with that? In 2008, that is not a good name. No, that's not a... Yeah, like, if it was 1908, you could get away with it. 1808, for sure. I realize, like, Francis Fisher is on the show at this point, but still. Oh, I hope that's not why they picked that name. Yeah, let's hope not. Because she was bitchy in Titanic, man. (laughs) I would have liked to see her body somewhere, though. Yeah. See what I'm like. See what Lloyd did, but once again, we can't. We can't solve everything. Yeah, that's fair. Like like I said, I don't have a problem with that because if you're going to leave something out there, I'm fine with it being Lloyd because no one really was that invested in that story. Uh, <laughs> let's be honest. I'm going to go anyways. Yeah. <laughs> and the, uh, the only other thing I had was uh, when Shane blows his brains out, like, I don't know, that it looked very clean. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, yeah, there's just like a little bit of blood spray in the back wall, but that's about it. Like, there was no, you know, hole in his head, nothing. Nothing, yeah. I thought the same thing. Like, wh- I was like, well, where did it come out at? Yeah. It's yeah. very bloodless, which, I mean, is fine. I'm not like, oh, you need to have more gore, but it just also didn't look very real. <laughs> and you know what else seemed weird was, like, um, the note pad that he was writing on had like a splat of blood on it when he was in the bathroom but then when Claudette read it to Vic it looked clean oh yeah yeah you're right but who's nitpicking not me <laughs> no one. it was an episode this good you can't really have too nah, many you can't, yeah you can't piss or you know nitpick it and it's, yeah. it's our... I got no complaints no all right, well, let's do our final casting for the shield here. Yeah. Who would they be if they weren't on the shield? Some behind the scenes people that we're going to cast for our lifetime slash E um, behind the scenes type of movie that we're making here. Yeah. We're going to cover Sean Ryan, Kurt Sutter, and Scott Brazil. Oh, I didn't do Kurt Sutter. I didn't, you didn't send me a picture of him. I forgot. Oh, I put it. I wrote it because I'm like, I, you know it's Kurt Sutter. Oh, right? I missed it. All right. It don't matter. <laughs> um, these ones were tough, man. Yeah, I can see well, that. The, Sean Ryan wasn't that hard. I came up with the name immediately. But Scott <laughs> Brazil was hard because... He looks like so many people, but yet I can't figure out who any of them are. Yeah, none of them are like that, you know. There's nothing yeah. that note recognizable about him, I guess. He's kind of a nondescript guy. Yes, he's pretty vanilla. Yeah. Yep. All right, so what are we starting off with here? 
Uh, let's start with uh, Sean Ryan, creator of the show, wrote a lot of the episodes. Um, who do you have for your first one here? How many you got? I only got one for each. Oh, okay. I like yeah, it. I got one. <laughs> uh, I've got two. All right, so you, you, you go first. Okay. Uh, we may ha- we may agree on this one. Uh, Billy Zane. Oh, of course. Well, it's always Billy Zane. <laughs> yeah. It's always Billy Zane. <laughs> Sean Ryan, a bald gentleman. Um, so I feel like Billy Zane is a good good candidate for this one. Yeah. Um, the only name I got, the first name, like when I look at him, I see Will Sasso. Yes, I had yeah. that written down as well. Oh, you got Will Sasso? Yep. Well, that's that the answer sense. then. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. I also had the uh, the Big Show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Something about their faces. Yeah, like, I guess I can see that. Right Sean Ryan looks like a big dude. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if he's that like, Big Show big, but, you know, it can make yeah. it work. Well, compared to Corinne, he looks huge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm yep. surprised you know who Big Show is. <laughs> I know stuff. Yeah. I think I mostly probably know him from uh remember when The Rock hosted SNL back in like oh, 2002? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And like Big Show and somebody else were there. Triple H. Yeah, that's what it was. Yep. You don't talk to Nick Attrell like that. <laughs> I love Nick Attrell. I love Nick Attrell. That was so good. Yeah. Oh that was those were the days when that show was good. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit alright let's do uh, Scott Brazil ah uh, he was like we said he, he, the only name I could come up with was Michael C. Hall oh okay Dexter TV's yeah. Dexter yep but I, he's just I can't I don't know anybody listening which means Lance Ryan but anyways you, you just google him like he, he's, he's yeah I don't know He's a very just nondescript, like, like James. Yeah, he's kind of a normal-looking white dude. Just a um, gun. Yeah, like his 40s, 50s. He was, uh, I guess we should mention, he was one of the directors. He was kind of like the uh, the one who would show new directors the ropes for the first, like, five seasons until he unfortunately passed away, and it seemed like that had a big impact on the, the show at, like, going forward. Um, so figured we should do him. Um, I had two for him. I had uh, one of the guys from CSI, George Eads. George Eads. <laughs> yeah. We could definitely get him. <laughs> yep. E-A-D-S. Uh, yes. Uh, all right. I guess so. Yeah. I think they got similar looking faces. Um, so I could see that one. Uh, and beyond that, another one I had was Mark Harmon. Uh, yeah, I guess I could see Mark Harmon. Yeah. A you, know what, you know what sucks, too, is the other... I, th- I think it was yesterday. I was cutting the grass, maybe, um, and another name popped in. I'm like, oh, yeah, but then I, f- I forgot to write it down, and I don't remember what it was. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, well. Was it grass-cutting related? <laughs> oh, no. This celebrity is really good at cutting the grass. That's why it came to me right now. Yeah. Oh. Huh. Hard to say. Dang. Oh well. All right, Kurt Sutter. Yeah, let's do Kurt I'm Sutter right now. Anything coming to mind? Yeah, but I don't want to step on yours. <laughs> he pops into mind immediately. 
Okay. Yeah. Um, I've got three. Oh, okay. Um, here, I'll do one and then you go. All right. Uh, the first one I had was Gary Sinise. Gary Sinise? <laughs> yeah. All right. I figure, you, you know, you give him some long hair. I can see it. All right. Kind of the Lieutenant Dan kind of look. Yeah. Gary Sinise. All right. You could probably get him. Yeah. I think he was doing CSI New York for a long time, so he's he's definitely... <laughs> you can definitely get him on there. He'll do TV. He's not above it. Um, um, what do you got? The first name, like, when I look at him, the first name that pops into my head is Mickey Rourke. Oh, yeah. Oh, how did I not think of that? That's perfect. Yeah, that's who I see. I don't know. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's... that's Yep, that's probably the answer right there. <laughs> All right, who else Nailed you got? It. Um, I had Jim Caviezel. <laughs> oh, okay. From uh, The Last Temptation of Christ. Or yep. The last yeah, get that look going again. I think you can pull it off. And the other one I had was a, uh, a Con Air era Nicolas Cage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cage. I can't remember his name in that movie. Uh, Cameron Poe. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that movie's better than it deserves to be, I think. Yeah, it's got a lot of people in it. Yeah. Shemmy and all that shit. I could see Charlie Hunnam going to be uh, Kurt Sutter. I can see yeah. Charlie Hunnam in there. That's probably why he cast Charlie Hunnam in Sons of Anarchy. He's like, this guy's me. Yeah. <laughs> what was like Sean name? Ryan had Mick Mackey, another bald guy. Do you remember oh Otto Otto Delaney was that his name in Sons of Anarchy? Yeah. Yep. Otto. All right. That guy got fucked over constantly on that. Show. Oh, he had the worst. <laughs> he had the worst fucking luck. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. That's it, Jank. We're done, man. Yeah, we've done all the episodes of the Shield. I can't believe it. I know it's fucked up. Um. Sad. So, I mean, Mackie's Clubhouse at Yahoo will always keep that going, even if you're listening to this two years from now. Yeah, yeah, you can still check in. Mm-hmm. Let us know if you're watching it again. Um, or if you wait, you know, <laughs> like uh, 10 years like Larry does. Yeah. <laughs> even if you, you wait were- 10 minutes, if you if you tweet me something like, hey, remember that one episode? And I'll be like, no. <laughs> I'll have to go back and read about it in my notes. Remember when Vic killed Terry? Yeah. Who? Vic. <laughs> Who's Vic? <laughs> Who the fuck's Vic? Ah, it's a good time, though. Yeah, that's a good way to go through life. Yeah. Everything's a new adventure. It is. Um, <laughs> first dates. <laughs> Sleep um, away camp, you get to relive it over and over again for the first time. Richard and Angela. <laughs> um, what else, Jank? Uh, well, I guess that's about it. I think we've covered this. We'll uh, we'll have some thoughts next week on the show as a whole. Didn't you uh, say next week you were going to uh, do a very, like, deep dive, like a 45-minute presentation on the video game? <laughs> um, I don't think so. <laughs> like with a I, simulcast on Twitch. Yeah, that's what we should do. That'll get us some money. Yeah. What if I still have that game somewhere? 
I uh, I remember it not being very good. <laughs> yeah, the reviews were pretty bad on it that I saw. Yeah, it was just kind of like, oh, hey, go in this house and, you know, look for stuff or plant drugs. But, I don't know, there wasn't a whole lot of point to it. It didn't seem like. Yeah, you know, it's like, oh, hey, go put that guy's head through the aquarium and let the rattlesnake bite him three times. I'm like, okay. Yeah, no, that would be exciting. It was more like, oh, you know, a whole day to plant drugs here. Okay. <laughs> now, <laughs> wait till somebody shows up. Yeah, this is fun. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, Jake. Let's get the All fun. right. That's it. We'll, uh, we'll see you next week. For one more of these, and then a uh, palate cleanser after that. But till then, bye, motherfuckers. Bye. Did you do it? Everything.